Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Match Ball. Hello there, welcome to the show. Uh, it's brought to you with Levi Solicitors. There is a 10% discount on your legal fees at levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball uh, Dan, Michael and Moscow here celebrating uh, what are we celebrating? Nothing Nothing Exit lost. Money saved That trip the way around Would have cost yeah. a fortune That's what yeah. We're, yeah, we're celebrating And all the European trips we'd have to book Would have been a lot of hassle next year wouldn't it? Um, there Plus we go Plus 46 games in the championship you don't want <laughs> European trying to fit in big Thursday nights away it would have been chaos I mean result aside we saw some differences there didn't we? What, what, what do you think of the um, starting eleven and how they all got on I was, various people. I was very surprised with it. Right, in what way? Just loads of players in. I thought he might go for... All right, well, I, I suppose I wasn't that surprised with the, the lineup. I was very surprised with the bench because that was pretty much a declaration that loads of people are just having a bit of a rest. Mm, you'd stick Tyler Adams or Brendan Aronson in there and then hopefully second half, put them on, win the game, mm. be a chuckle, be a bit more interesting than losing the game. Yes, it would have, I'd have preferred that. Yeah, mm. uh, it's hard. It's hard to care much, isn't it? But you still want us to go through, and you want us to have a cup run at some point. We'll win the FA Cup. But it's the, fine. We, do, we don't want to win both. It's greedy. But the priority is obviously the Premier League. It's far more important than uh, than this shambles, this Sean Harvey shambles. Um, but yeah, it was, it was nice to see some different players, wasn't it? But I thought they all did well. Yeah, I thought all the players like who we, came in were good. It's not like we bombed out. Let's go through them one to eleven in painful fashion, <laughs> so we can dissect them because it feels like the, there's. Well, it's a game that's really, it's, it's light on talking points, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, there will be, I mean, that's the one thing I would say is I'm quite not glad. I mean, there was a penalty shootout looming. Um, sort of relieved that we just got a result because after about 70 minutes of perfectly adequate football, it really needed just something to kind of wrap it up. If it had been nil-nil and a penalty shootout, we neither here nor there. Even if we'd won the penalty shootout, I mean, that would have been nice and I guess we get to go again in the next round against somebody else. But, um, I get the feeling that if we do go through the 1-11 to 11 now, there's going to be uh, quite a few assessments along the lines of like, yeah, looked fine, good energy, <laughs> yeah, like like the look of him. I mean, it's, it's such a reserve feel that it looks Apart like... Ren- maybe the left-back. Rene Maric has been sent out to face the press instead of uh, old Jesse. How dare he not front up after that shameful <laughs> disgrace tonight. He should be out there on his hands and knees apologising. I thought he did some good retrieval of the ball today, Jesse. I like the one right at the end where he went uh, running off to try and get it. He's like, where's the ball? Where's the ball? And whoever it was obviously threw it over his head. He was like, yes, that's what I wanted to happen. <laughs> uh, come on, then, let's, let's go through some of the players who played then. Um, youngsters. Junior Furpo. Joe Robles. Well, let's start at the back then. Robles. We haven't seen anything of him so far. Looked perfectly solid, didn't he? 
did he made one at least one good save. Yeah, there's not one from the header, wasn't it? Where he got down pretty well and it was bouncing about, so we had to react. And he's got his full name on the back of his shirt as well, so he's quite avant-garde. It's basically what you want from a reserve goalkeeper, isn't it? Yeah, just looks, it's better than that. It's just looks absolutely fine. Yeah, their keeper. It was a bit of a shame we didn't get to test him more because we had a couple of early shots. A Jackie Harrison free kick, which was surprisingly on target, but it was. Oh, basically, come on. You've seen, well, we'll talk about his free nice. kick in the second half, um, <laughs> where he, he almost put it out of the stadium when he was trying to just cross it. Just absolutely fucking leathered it. He can't cross from that side. He did it against Wolves when we scored the uh, the winner. And he remember it went sailing over everybody and then it somehow got kept in. Because you could hear it on the um, uh, all the angles after we beat Wolves last year. You hear, or it might be one of the crowd videos, he sends the cross in and you hear him go like, oh, at himself. <laughs> He can't cross from that part of the Molyneux pitch. Um, so Sam Greenwood should have been taking it. Sam Greenwood, it's, there's an annoying feature tonight. This is why Marsh needs to be dragged in front of the cameras to explain this. Sam Greenwood comes on the pitch. Matt Click takes, takes the corners. And then they let Greenwood take a... And then Harrison takes a free kick. And it's disgrace. And then they let Greenwood take one. And it's the most dangerous cross anybody's seen on, in a football pitch for years. And then what's the next one? Oh, Jackie's going to have another go. Click is going to have another go. Let Sam Greenwood mm. take the cause, and if we'd let him take all the cause and the free kicks, he might not have given the ball away for their winner. I, I think he was upset. We should have had that one in the first five minutes, shouldn't we? Yeah, there was a bit of a blitz, wasn't there? That's, yeah, that's when their keeper was having a panic because he he palmed that one behind, then Click had a shot not long after from outside the box, which again he should have easily dealt with, and he managed to spill that wide. He did manage a good save in the in the, in the middle of it all. Um, looking yeah. at the uh, the old back to front assessment, then so Yelder came in at centre half, had him some maturity and some calm in there. <laughs> At centre back, he was all right. One, he was Diego. Diego, um, yeah, he's funny. Isn't he? He, he he does some funny stuff. There was a bit where in the first half, um, Chan pulled him back a bit, and it should have been probably given as a free kick. The ref had a night off. We were discussing this as well. Like he just, he basically just didn't bother with anything. He come, he didn't bother booking anyone. Yeah. He let some man balls go. There were some offsides. They were like, ah, fuck it, don't mind. Yeah, the cup. It's a borderline free kick, so he's just like, I'm not bothered. Yeah, I can't. I'm not doing the paperwork. Don't make me blow a whistle. Yeah, but then yeah, but the Urenti did a sort of mid-air scissor kick type thing to clear it after he was pulled back, and he's just his gift for physical comedy is second to none. And uh, Luke Ayling returning to Molyneux at right back, obviously a happy hunting ground for him last season. Mm-hmm. He was fine, wasn't he? Yeah, he was fine. He, he got there was one good attack in the first half. I think White game when he was getting in the box. I was going to say about uh, Yelder had a few. Um, there was a moment in the first half when Furpo was defending a situation adequately, um, and for some reason I thought it was Urente because the defender went charging over and kind of like I'm doing this. Don't worry about it, and ended up sprinting around after the Wolves players and after the ball leaving a huge gap that Wolves played into. And I was like, you're rent, eh? And then when I um, looked more closely, it was uh, Yelder. I think he's got a few. He, he's, I mean, he's he's one of the youngest of the young, isn't he? Um, so he's got a few just kind of madnesses to um, either uh, get out of his game or really not nurture them for the next 10 years and so he can but be it was, a Urente uh, too. It was um, Steeler's wheel, wasn't it? Stuck in the middle with you. Clowns to the left of him. Jokers to the right. It could have been that uh, uh, the influence of the person alongside. I like Yelda overall. It's just, um, it's just and there was some really good stuff he did tonight as well. It's noticeable that he's got the uh, um, occasionally gripped by the madness. Well, good. It adds more interest to things, doesn't it? Into midfield, it was a midfield. And also, he got uh, um, he got Huang to straighten his appendectomy. 
Yes. Mm. Which I was a bit worried about. Burst, his, he... other, burst his second appendix. <laughs> well, the, the other one on the, the other, other side. One, the other one's gone now. <laughs> uh, into midfield, JB and Click in there. He's just this... not talking about Furpo. Well, what's there to say? He's... Junior does junior things. Junior knows what's going on in his It wasn't his worst game. No. No, which given he was against Traore. Mm. Oh, well, Traore's not actually any good, is Bas- it? Yeah, but they're Barcelona buddies, aren't they? There was one good bit when um, they played a ball down the line and Traore ran onto it and ran past Furpo. And Furpo just stops. He's like, yeah. <laughs> you seen him? Yeah. This, he's like, and it was, it, it was absolutely fair enough. There was, there, you couldn't fault his behavior. Like, There's nothing I'm going to do about that. So that one's gone. Maybe next time. Yeah. He's like, I've stopped him a couple of times, but this one, nah. In the midfield, yeah, JB and Click in there. I thought JB, he's, um, you can tell there's a little bit of naivety in his play sometimes. But he also looks really, really tidy. He does overplay a bit sometimes, doesn't he? And, and loses but the ball. But thinks he's, he's still at Man City, doesn't but he? But he's dead good. Yeah. Like, I'm really, I was happy to see him at a better level as well. Because, well, all of them for this reason, that every time I've watched them in the under 21s, him, Perkins, both look just far too good for it every time I've seen them. And Joseph looks, always looked good as well. We haven't and, got to him yet. Sorry, I know. But yeah. No, he was good. He was good. <laughs> I, want, I, do, I would not object to seeing more of him. Yeah, I think he needs games of this kind of level. Um, or maybe it's a, a bit of maybe the under twenty ones will help him as well because with his overplaying, I think he's used to Manchester City as you can kind of dribble around a couple and pass it, and then the player you're passing to is also mint, <laughs> and so they're just kind of whatever you give them, they'll control it. There'll be like a feather touch there, and they'll do a you know a Maradona turn and pass it to somebody else who is mint. Whereas here he's playing a ball out wide, and it's you know, Junior Furpo's on it, and it's kind of like ah oh, okay. Maybe I need to be a bit more clever about who I pass to and how I like the weight of pass that I give them and stuff. Um, but the where it pays off, there was that great moment where he uh, very calmly inside our penalty area just passed to the edge of it. Yeah, that sort of mm. I had a flutter, but he was absolutely fine with what he was doing. Yes, uh, it was in front of the midfield. Click kick, he was fine. Yeah, good up and coming young player. Yeah. Mm. Hope we'll be able to keep him after the World Cup because that could be what puts him on the. The world stage is one of the next great talents. That is all right. Players behind the strikers. The bit when he played, uh, the bit when Click passed to Traore, I thought that was suboptimal. But most of his other stuff was pretty cool. It's, uh, it's a bit, I feel a bit bad for him that he's, um, it's going to be a contrast. I hope he does go to the World Cup as a contrast to the last week of playing away to crew in the JPT. <laughs> and then this game, which uh, was kind of like, it's a reserve team, isn't it? And you're in it. Did you not have the commentary at the end? He said, oh, what a victory for Wolves. It was really bigging it up. I think probably most yes. Wolves fans would have been like, oh, I like just totally down a bit. The statue of it's Billy fine. Wright is crying. <laughs> it's fine, isn't it? But yeah. Don Goodman's probably driving there now, hoping to get there for the after the party. Um, Joffy, Perkins and Jackie behind the striker. Hmm. Didn't, it didn't work really for Joffrey, did it? I felt sorry for him. He did some nice things, but there were nowhere near the box. It felt like his, his better work was yeah. coming deep and winning stuff in midfield. And, and then injured again. Yeah, mm. I am worried about him. He did a great layoff in midfield and then ran forward and just ran like five yards offside and that, that stopped that. I think Perkins was maybe slightly to blame for that because he didn't release I think he wanted the What about the, ball. the other times Joffrey was he, offside? They're his fault. <laughs> I, know the one, I know the one you mean though when he was, when he was miles off. Yeah. yeah, he needs to maybe plug his head in a bit and then uh, more health <laughs> more health more, he- yeah, more, more health, health. send him to a health farm eat some um, I was going to say mushrooms because that's a Mario reference but it sounds bad go to, Am- he- go to Amsterdam and eat some mushrooms <laughs> should you just eat whatever he finds in the forest <laughs> yeah, I'd say so 
Check uh, if you're going to do that. Check against a, a guidebook or something because uh, danger lies that way. Matteo Joseph finally looked all right. Stuck on the left, felt a bit sorry for him. Mm. He's right. Well, we saw his chance when he, he was mm. on his left and he had to then cut onion and try and use his right. But normally he plays down the middle and it was Joffrey down the middle and he was on the left. Oh, was it that way around, was it, most of the time? Uh, yeah, I, I think that's right. The fact that I didn't really notice it. Was that um, right? I'm pretty sure that was right. Uh, I, yes, it was Joffrey <laughs> up front and then Joseph on the left and then Jackie on the right, which, again, just put him on the left. Mm. Especially if Joseph doesn't play well there particularly. Just put put, Jack, put Who? Jackie on the <coughs> left. Even the good shot he had before he um, cut in and used his left. It's, it just made things really difficult. It meant he was he went down the right, cut in, had a shot that didn't look as close as it looked once he saw the replay. But if he'd been on the left, that would have just been a cross whipped across the six-yard box and would have been much more dangerous than whatever he has to try and concoct from cutting in all the time. And he's been rubbish since we changed it. So maybe it's him. Maybe he is off the ball. Maybe he wants to sign for Newcastle. Maybe all that stuff whatever but I would say it's worth trying putting him back to where he plays really well and if he's still terrible then you know that there's something else wrong but um, yeah it's it's not pleasing me seeing him suffer Perkins looked tidy didn't he some, some, some nice moments yeah, yeah really, he, he had a really really nice touchdown in the corner in the first half but he, he just looks dead good technically I think they all look technically really solid is the nice thing I know in the past we've had these League Cup games where you've you play some young players and th- this is unfair to just pick on him, but like when we saw Ollie Casey in, in one, and How dare you? and you saw it, you immediately saw it, you saw some touches and you thought, oh yeah, maybe not, maybe not, maybe not actually quite up to this level. Yeah. Whereas it, I didn't feel like any of these players were out of their depth. Mm. I don't think you could, I don't think you would tell particularly from watching it who were the the young players coming yeah. in. And it was yeah. quite a strong Wolves team as well. Mm, so they, I think our players were probably up against. Better than they're used to, our young players at least. And did uh, and when you when you go back, there's the whole there's the progress of uh, Charlie Creswell played that game against Hull in the League Cup and was so bad that they had to go and buy Diego Llorente because they realised he needed another year. And then the next year played against Fulham and was so great that they realised he could play in the first team all the time. But that was the game, the first time we saw Joffe in the first team and at Fulham when he came on in that League Cup match. I don't think he really touched the ball. He looked he'd, he'd been banging him in already for the under twenty threes, but then just was just didn't get involved in that match at all. Um, and then tonight, well, he'll get better. Um, but we've seen him do amazing things lots of times since then. So the players who played tonight probably have made a better impression in this competition at this level than either Creswell or Joffy did on their debuts in the same situation. So little against probably tougher opponents. I mean, Hull were Hull. Um, and then Fulham I don't remember if they had a really good version of that team out but that was a decent Wolves mm. yeah. it's just a shame we didn't have enough on the bench to kind of if we just brought on Rodrigo mm. and won the match <laughs> it would have made life a lot easier we are chatting while there was a penalty shootout going on at Anfield between Liverpool and Derby which is exciting isn't it um, the comments are coming through from um, from management slash coaches no regrets about the the amount of changes that they Made tonight, says Rennie Marich. He's happy to lose. A side strong enough to win the game. Um, yeah, probably. I mean, we could have done, yeah. It was one of those that... It didn't feel like there were ever any periods of real pressure, other than the first five minutes from us. There was never a period of pressure in the game from either side, was there? It no. just kind of went back and forth. Like, it a, felt, like a ping pong match. It felt, no, in a really slow way. Yeah. It was quite a good game, but not an exciting one. Mm. And yep. there was lots of chances, but not good ones. 
mm. and not ones that got you out, out of your seat and going, oh, when Jackie backheeled past the player, that was good. But then that was when he immediately followed up with the free kick that he, he aimed at some other part of Wolverhampton there, apart from the one that, that we're in. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Just looking at the teams who are going through to the next round, just jotting them down based on the results. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Tonight, we have seen Arsenal lose to Brighton at home. Uh, Newcastle beating Palace on penalties, 3-2. Forrester beating Spurs. we got Southampton through on penalties against Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, West Ham have beaten Blackburn on penalties, 9-10. The first, the first nine penalties all scored in that one. Really? Mm. Bloody hell. I think so, isn't it? That's, that's what I'm that, seeing on my app. That result, that game, makes me think Southampton are getting relegated. Right. Getting past Sheffield, managerless Southampton, getting past Sheffield Wednesday from the third division on penalties mm. in the League Cup, that's just got, that stinks of a relegation season. You'd look back at that match. I bet it's been a poor, what was the score? Which one, sorry? Sheffield Wednesday against Southampton. Uh, one yeah. Oh, I mean, that's poor. <laughs> so that's one of the relegation places gone, so that's a positive from tonight. Also, West Ham going out to Blackburn, that bit more pressure on Moyes, head of the World Cup. Yeah. Oh, they lost to Blackburn. Mm. Uh, Diaz score? He did. It's got a late equaliser. We're going to have to sign him in January, aren't we? Just to shut everybody. Just, just to, to make it go away. Yeah, basically. Um, yeah, Brighton, Newcastle, Forest, Southampton, West Ham, Wolves. Man- in, I'll be honest, Dan, I'm not interested in it. Man City. No. Bourne- Man City will win it. Bournemouth, Lincoln, Burnley, Leicester, MK Dons, not even a real club. Um, Gillingham stuff. Man City are going to win it. It's fine. Yeah, well done, yeah, Man City. I mean, it is a path to Wembley and it's a path to Europe and it's a good way, like, you can give the more games that there are, the more experience the youngsters can get. But I have to confess, I hadn't even noticed there was any Carabao Cup games on Tuesday night. It just completely passed me by. Um, <laughs> Tonight almost did. Yeah, and then you're, you're listening to those scores and it's like, well, oh. Spurs lost. That's interesting. 2-0 and Kane played an hour. You tell me, and I was just like, well, it's not real football though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, it's not a real competition. Bamford's got a chance to play on Saturday at Spurs, they're saying. Which just, is, just don't. Please. Don't risk him. He's always injured. Of course he's injured. Give, just give him time off. To... At least, I suppose that we did at least avoid penalties tonight because who knows the hip failures that we'd have, we'd have had from... It, it definitely <laughs> does strain the old hip, doesn't it, taking a penalty? From... How do you... I've been thinking about that. It's like the sort of thing I'd do having not played football for about eight years. It's, it's you, you stride up to take a penalty and go, oh, Jesus, yeah. I've done it. I think, I think I've dislocated you've, it. You've not used that muscle. No, for, for so years. long. Yeah, and then... But a professional footballer is very strange. No. Mm. Have we got anything more to say about this? We um, were having a look at Pat Bamford's legs earlier on uh, mm. Instagram because he's done one of these videos about shoes. Now, I was... I can't explain why this is so funny. I don't even know if it's possible, but if you watch his video, there's a bit where he's walking along and the camera just concentrates on his feet, but his dog's legs are there and he's like, <laughs> he's perfectly in sync with his dog's legs and it just looks like he's walking along with another human but who happens <laughs> to, to have show it to Dan's the camera. leg of a dog. You can move, oh, you can move it closer. It won't, it won't focus, I don't think. No, that's not going to work. Ah, that's um, a shame. Yeah, we're quite fascinated. We were discussing Pat Bamford's... Uh, Calves. He's got calves like piano legs, like <laughs> wide at the top, and then they go really narrow, like funnel down into his uh, his eco shoes. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's at this point where you, you look, you're looking for clues because he's been out so long. You kind of you're trying to see. Well, is, are there any bruises? Are there they any really, marks? Really thin legs. Right, but... any, any sore marks? Imagine yeah. Raf- Rafinha always had um, incredibly looks... thin calves. He'd look great in yeah. heels, wouldn't he? It, the dog looks like it might have sturdier and suspenders but I bet they're strong I mean they've got to be strong because he's a footballer he's obviously like he's got the legs should be great but yeah that on, was part of the game trying to work def- out we definitely what's... discussed Rafinha in lingerie before have we? yeah was this on mic or off mic? Were you thinking think of David a, Batty when I he was think, at Newcastle? I think it was on a podcast do you remember the podcast? <laughs> are you sure it's not in your mind? They advertised. Someone will remind me. I mean, all this light-hearted chat, this is not what we're on the internet for. We've got our extreme opinions. Oh, furious about the fact that we're, we're not winning the Carabao. That, um, Put that, them all in jail. That winning goal, uh, I think it sounds like Liverpool have won the penalty shootout against Derby, whatever. That's fairly, I mean, that's fairly funny. I don't want honestly. Derby going through. Um, yeah, so the the obviously Greenwood got caught in possession for, for the goal. We did kind of overcook that a little bit, didn't we? The, the tippy-tappy stuff out by the touchline. Mm-hmm. And then when it broke inside, you thought, oh, no. And Jesse has shown his face. Yeah, I know, no, yeah. I can see. I, I have Twitter open in front of me on the official channels, yeah. Shameful night. <laughs> night of shame. Hope, hope it's just, uh, it's it's two minutes long, obviously it's two minutes of him crying. Oh, it, um, Crying and apologising. Biggie in the comments on YouTube is saying, was it the extra ball episode where we all decided we'd marry Stuart Dallas? Was it that one? <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> I think it was, was it Snog Marry Avoid or... Something along those lines. Oh, maybe. Anyway, I think Rafinha would look good in lingerie and Pat Bamford. I think he'd be awkward in it. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, just can't, I, just don't, I don't think he could work it. You know, stuff on the internet lives forever. <laughs> I think he's the big hair and everything. <laughs> no. Nah. Tie it back. <laughs> it's not long enough to tie back, though, is it? You just yeah. have to go for like a, a Princess Diana <laughs> sweep. <laughs> yeah. Stop for me. Stop for me. <laughs> A little glimpse into Michael, Michael's world. <laughs> Would you still marry Stuart Dallas? Dog sat in the corner. Um, <laughs> Dallas. Yeah. What's his dog's name again? Duke. Oh. Is it Duke? Oh yeah, it's Duke, Duke. isn't it? Yeah, well, you she told us Duke. Uh... Sit down, boy. Did you get catch a glimpse of Stuart Dallas with Nonto the other yeah. day? He was pointing. He was saying, "Look up there in the crowd." 
wasn't he? It was he was pointing up there saying, I don't know what it was saying. It's good. Exactly. I like Stuart Dallas um, just in general. I hope he plays. So he could be back soon. Yeah, it could be. Potentially in the uh, in the new year. We've only got one more game before uh, before Christmas. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah, and then a couple more at the end of the year. And uh, are we doing the takeover news? Because that that handily has been announced after that's true. We did the weekly show, so, so we yeah, could, uh, we should we say could, that. So we recorded the weekly show. We to, could fill some time. We recorded the weekly show on. Uh, How long have we been on? About twenty minutes. Oh, we've got ten, haven't we? Yeah, <laughs> we, we recorded Just the about week- this non-news news. We recorded the weekly show on Wednesday that will come out on Thursday at some point. So we didn't manage to cover off the. The, well, the takeover non-news really. There's nothing in it apart from the timing of it. I find most interesting, which suggests is takeover imminent? Something about to happen, or is it just them trying to um, douse some flames? I think the I have a feeling that the timing has a lot to do with the fact that David Ornstein of the Athletic had his big Liverpool are for sale story yesterday, and so this story is Martin Ziegler of the Times, and I think having seen the Athletic with their big world-shattering exclusive that got reported all around the world has had his editors saying, it got anything? So I'll phone up, I'll show me Leeds contact. Mm. So, because it's such a non-update I, I, update. I think it's the other way around, though. I think this may have come from, because we, we've seen both Marate and Radrazani, uh, they like Ziegler. He's a, I think he's one of their favourites. Well, yeah, exactly. So Ziegler needs something to put in the paper because the Athletic are taking the piss. So he phones them up, he's like, have you got any updates on the, the, the takeover? And they're like, yeah, we're putting money in place and we might do it at the end of the season. You can say that if you want and, <laughs> well, and we won't complain. That'll probably be the, the thing of it. Either that or it could be the same person who got all the um, the Liverpool for sale news and saw that sales deck is like flapping to everybody about what all the banks and financing, financial people are doing. But Well, we'll get into it with, with Phil tomorrow on the Phil Hay Show. You want Moscow because they'll be saying that same. Is, so. is that not good enough, that analysis? It's just... no. I don't think Phil will say that it was a just a dick swinging move by the Times because we're making him look good. Because he's not brave enough. But he, <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to be out fraud. there. Yeah, he's not going to be out spit, spitting <laughs> truth like this. And as as Jay's pointing out in the comments, I did mention this happening a few weeks ago because this is I've I, we have I have this debate with Phil quite often. I think I say it seems like it's going to happen at some point, and Phil thinks probably summer, and summer makes most sense, doesn't it? But with the January window just round the corner, maybe some twitchy asses, and they've seen a little bit of the backlash. Maybe, I don't know, just it's all just made them accelerate the plans a little bit. I don't know. I, that's how I think that they might work. I've had that feeling for a while that the 49ers and Lowy with them not really doing anything or saying anything or anything of substance with that feeling of them just sort of letting Radrizzani, um and people just crack on. It's like, okay, you've got them promoted and you've got the plan in place to... Um, finish mid-table this year and a bit better in mid-table next year and then try and go for Europe after that and it's like we'll get ourselves ready but we won't really interfere and see how it goes and then have seen how how it goes gone, how it goes <laughs> and so they start to go like well maybe we actually think that need to think about stepping in yeah um, and actually there's more potential here um, than than that plan is going to realise because the quick quick yeah the slow slow Quick, quick, slow. You remember Radrizzani's first year? I was thinking about this in the context of all the the Victor Orta stuff and the kind of that first year of signings that still gets. Help I think people will be writing right Victor Orta's grill today. If anyone's been there, <laughs> I dare we be out this uh, this this cup? But you know that first year of uh, we signed 
Chibitsky and Ekuban and J. Roy Grott, and it was all going to be, we give them to Thomas Christensen and Paul Heckenbach. And Oliver Sarkic, who's another player tonight. And they all grow slowly, and then we we get somewhere, and Victor Orta gets the heat for buying all those players, but it was also Victor Orta at the end of that season, who grabbed Rodrizzani in a, a restaurant in London and said, this is not going to fucking work. We can't hang around waiting for you to develop all your youngsters and sell it at a profit. Let's go get Bielsa and we'll sign fucking Bamford for seven million and it changed. And then I think now we've changed back and I would wonder if it's now it's the 49ers who are going, we can't hang around all all our lives waiting for Sonny Perkins to be worth 20 million. Um, let's just go in there and start uh, all like doing what we want to do. Well, which I was going to say, be not yet, it, it gives you, it's the keys, it's the keys to the castle, isn't it? Mm. Like they need to be they need to be driving the plane, to kind of phrase. Well, they're either going to and, do one or the other, aren't they? Of kind of let him do what he wants, or come in and take over and run it their way. And but this is the thing about the January window is that it's quite it's self evident that we need at least a left back in this squad, which goes back to the other conversation we've had a thousand times. What was wrong with the one who played tonight? And we need probably we need another four. Helder, he was good. <laughs> so maybe there's there's you know the bit of modest investment. I wonder if maybe we get to the World Cup break, there's a modest changing hands of shares. Because um, 49%. Well, do you know They've what? got to do it before they go Well, further. if you look into it, the shareholding is not exactly 56-44, as has been reported. There are three separate funds. There's 49 is one, 49 is two, and then there's a third one that owns 6.5%. And that actually tots up to 48 and a bit percent, would you believe? Radrazani's on 52 and a bit. Mm. So it's really close to flipping over. And I wonder if maybe they just go the other side of 50 so we've got majority ownership there which gives them a certain amount of security they say right we can invest in January a little bit and then they go ahead and do the full shebang in maybe in uh, in the summer or they just do it now just get on with it here you go Victor crack on in January but just all the best get a left back get a forward and we can just see the season out and uh, put the grown ups in charge next year mm. Anyway. We can use this as an opportunity to ask Phil about transfers too because he loves that. He yeah, loves being yeah, asked yeah. about transfers. I think takeovers have got to be one of his favourite subjects as well. Mm. Going going back all the way um, to 2005 when he turned up, wasn't it? 2006 was when Phil started with the old uh, playoff finals of 2006. Since then, this has probably been the longest we've been without any kind of takeover or ownership kind of mm. um, switch. But it's never been a, a non-topic, has it? So... Um, I'm sure it's one of his favourites. Oh, do you want some breaking news? That's my breaking news noise. Oh, yeah. Um, the US men's national team have just announced their uh, World Cup squad and both Adams and Aronson are in there. That's not very surprising news, no. <laughs> Still breaking. I mean, it's... Shoot me down, why don't you? Well, they've done, a, they've done a better job of picking their team than Wales have. That's all I've got to say about, well, indeed. about the matter. Well, we can chat Disgrace. about that. No, no Tyler Roberts, yeah, to, be, to be clear. As I was well, looking, forward to, uh, looking forward to cheering... Simru on at the, uh, the World Cup. Simru. But now I will I will stop calling them by their preferred name <laughs> and go back to Wales and uh, wishing them ill. really tickle me. Simru. Oh, let's wrap it up there. We, we've hit time. We've done it. Well done. Um, There's no time. We can we could do we could do in five minutes if we wanted. <laughs> um, <laughs> need to feed the algorithm, Michael. Need to feed the algorithm. Let's hang around. Uh, just say, check out. <laughs> stop. <laughs> You, you're disgusting tonight. That's what YouTube does. It it gives you videos that you think you'll watch. So I'm just saying it words so it'll get picked up. Um, Big bottoms. I was. Gonna, we've already had some racy talk about Rafinha tonight. So just just tone it down. We don't want to have Pat to Bamford's calves. Um, I was just, around my shoulders. I was just trying to say 
Go on. As long as it's not his dog's legs. <laughs> check out the video. Oh, check out. It up, uh, holding it like it's at a concert. <laughs> Watching. <laughs> Duck on your shoulders. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say. <laughs> be a big fan of probably being like Travis. Rafinha's dog got involved in this World Cup announcement, didn't he? As well, did you I see didn't that? See that? No. He got when he was announced. He was in the Brazil squad. I think he had. Um, I think he had a Brazil flag round him or some sort of Brazil stuff. And there was him and his girlfriend and his dog. And his dog was looking at the camera like, "What sexy? Is, Give is me that." The... <laughs> that wasn't sexy. That was. Confused. Oh, you look sexy to me then. Yeah. The, uh, after our Bournemouth uh, YouTuber friends, and now we've got Bamford and Rafinha getting the dogs involved. It's the future. Um, I was just all I was going to say was check out the TSB guide. To uh, David Livermore's transfer, mm. um, that was that was all. It's the absolute pod, uh, podcast. If video. you're a new listener, just you're gonna have to do a bit of catching up on. Well, David the, the point of the guide is that it can introduce you mm. if you're a new listener. You can enjoy some of the highlights of our past, such as that midfield signing in 2006. Yeah, it's the perfect kind of uh, chaser to a game like tonight's. Nothing will top it off better. Come on, home We've time. Got Twenty minutes about David Livermore. It's home time. Let's wrap it up. Thank you for bearing with us and all that wild chat the journey into Michael's psyche did you enjoy that? it was good yeah yeah. he's there all the time unloading it all bit of therapy yeah you? good to talk yeah. good Excellent. to talk uh, we'll, we'll pick up that chat when we close the mics in a second but in the meantime we'll see you soon The Match Ball Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 